0: winning picks weekly smith for the win Runchy k
1: yo what's good everyone welcome back to another episode of winning picks weekly as always my name is john Joined by my two co-hosts, Greg. What up, Greg?
0: What's going on, man? Ready to talk a little football?
1: Yeah, we have a really special episode here. We got a producer, Greg, uh, for our Pac-12 premiere. Uh, and as always, we're joined by Chip Murphy, seven a writer for Nick's Fan TV, special guest on the last Knicks episode for Knicks Jets, etc. Definitely YouTube. Knicks, comma Jets, comma E-T-C, period. Subscribe, like, leave us a comment. Let us know what you're taking, as Greg always says. You guys have been interacting with our Twitter. That's Winning P Weekly. Um, we are posting our daily bets. We're going to get into all that because Greg's been all over the place here, up and down. Now he's sticking to his guns. Uh, we got Chip, uh, who was all over the golf game, but now football is back. We're crying over training camp, tweets. We got injuries, week zero, college football right around the corner. I mean, Chip, Chip is ready. What's going on, Chip?
2: I'm very ready. I'm very (laughs) excited about this episode. I'm more than ready. I can't can't wait for the Nebraska-Northwestern game in Ireland. Very, very excited for that one.
1: Yeah, man. uh, As always, we, we scream football's back, football's back, football's back until the first snap of the Hall of Fame game. And we're like, okay. We really need football Ooh, to be back. Was, <laughs> need real, really
2: I need real
1: football yeah. to be back. But luckily, college football comes first week zero, which is my favorite name for anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> week zero makes no sense. But before we get into all that, I'm not going to give you another call to action. We're going to talk about some daily MLB baseball. Greg, your Mets are back on fire. How you doing, man? How you doing? All right. We last couple episodes, you've been the mush for the daily. As soon as you started posting them, so tell us how you've been doing and how how are the Mets, man?
0: Dude, I've been doing okay. I got I got a little wild, I got a little crazy with my bets when I started posting them online. I'm back to my roots. I've kind of been on a little bit of a cold streak, so I'm back. I'm ready to go. I'm betting the Mets. I'm betting the Yankees. That's what got me a huge lead in units as the season went on, and I'm back to doing it. So. The Mets have covered a million in a row. The problem is, is I do the parlays with the hits. I had Lindor to get a hit. He got robbed of a home run, like a true robbery. Guy went over the fence and took it away yesterday. So I lost my parlay yesterday. But I'm back with another Mets parlay tonight. Um bat bet the Yankees. John, you pointed out last time the Yankees played the Mariners. If they play, you gotta bet the over. Someone on the Yankees over. And then I think I, I, need, I might... I need
1: numbers on that because I'm pretty sure it's... Uh, That's it 1,000.
0: Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> and uh, I got IKF and Judge to get a hit, I think, in that part of way. So both of those are plus 220. I think my Mets plus is minus... Plus minus seven. Yeah, I think Mets is uh, minus 2.5, Canna to get a hit, and Alonzo to get a hit. I think Canna had a hit in the first inning. So uh, games are still going on. I don't think Yankees even started because they're on the West Coast, yeah. but... Other than that, separate from gambling, the Mets are on fire. Everything is going incredible. We swept the Yankees. We took four or five from the Braves. I, I mean, that. there's no there's no one left to conquer besides the Dodgers. So I'm ready for the Dodgers. I think we play them in a couple weeks. Didn't look good last time, but we got the ground back. Diaz is probably going to win Cy Young because he just lights out. And we're ready to go. We're ready to rock and roll. Everyone keeps talking. Oh, oh the Mets. Oh, the Mets. Oh, we'll see you in October. We'll see in October. We're ready for October. I don't know if these other teams are ready for October. We're locked and loaded. Listen, man, I
1: don't think the Dodgers have lost since we sent them Joey Gallo. So you better watch out.
0: Yeah, you guys might have <laughs> really, really screwed us on that one. <laughs> they might never lose again with the Joey Gallo curse. So we'll see. He's not even playing, though, right?
1: No, I don't think so. But yeah.
0: it's if the they're song winning,
2: song. he must not be playing. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Poor guy, dude.
1: He, he really hurt, he hurt our hearts with that, with that article. The yeah, day. I man, felt it, bad. He that, that was line. sad.
2: That was yeah. sad, <laughs> he
1: sad about it. But uh. um, In terms of uh, the Mets owning the Yankees, I mean, we got another series coming. Just chill out. we got another series coming. Let's see how that goes before you start freaking out. I hate that Diaz. Uh, is a likable character, especially with his trumpets. I I, I love those trumpets. I don't care. The whole
0: who world it. has adopted it. It's driving me, n- mm. it's driving me nuts. It's crazy. I,
1: li- I like it, man. I like the trumpet. Uh, I'm down for the Jets to throw that in for their kicker.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked about that today. We need some I mean, kicker I mean, walkout I mean, music in the NFL.
1: That would be fantastic. I mean, you can't miss a kick with that, with that trumpet music. That's for the Yankees, man. I got my Brian McCann shirt on, obviously, because uh, I'm, I'm ready to go here. <laughs> I apparently, I just have a bunch of catcher's gear. I just I just <laughs> realized I'm like a Gary Sanchez blanket in here, too. Um, in terms of the Yankees, we're on panic mode right now. Of course, the whole fan base is melting. Uh, I think we're fine. I think Montes is going to be fine. I think Sevy is healthy off. He was mad about going on the IL. He's going to be back. I think Gary Cole is going to be good to go. I don't really trust Tylon. Our bullpen uh, has to get better, right? I mean, they obviously regressed hardcore from the beginning of this year. I think they're going to be fine as well. Chappie's been looking good. Uh, If he could just be our setup man, I'd be really happy about that. Uh, They need one. Clay Holmes, I think he's going to be fine. Uh, King was a tough loss. I'll give you that. But I'm excited for September call-ups. Matt Carpenter getting hurt right now, really tough. But we got Miggy. Right? we got Anduhar. That's the whole point of having a great farm. Uh, we got Rizzo. Don't forget Rizzo's out, Stanton's out, and like we're we're, we're still okay. We're still obviously going to the division, and I still think we're going to have the best record in the league. I know the Astros are, are tough, but even if we don't, it's not the end of the world, right? It, the end of the world is we you know we don't have home field against the Astros. Like it's going to be fine. Like if, if if that's what it comes down to, so I'm not in panic mode. But speaking of the daily bets. I've gone into panic mode with certain players. I don't. I don't take Benintendi anymore. I'm off the Benintendi train.
0: <laughs> that was fast.
1: Uh, but I, I. I today. I. I decided. You know what the hell. I'll throw him in there just to make everybody happy. Maybe he'll get. Maybe the streak of mine with taking Benintendi will go away. So we got him in there. We got IKF. We got the Judge home run because you know, we're in Seattle and the guy's mashing. We got the DJ hit. Over seven and the Yankees minus one and a half because Garrett Cole's on the mound and he's going to get it together today. Just, I, know, I know we're versus Castillo. So I'm really, I'm excited for the matchup, man. I know you guys listening to this have already found out what happened. Uh, but I, I am excited about that. Of course, our picks are live on Twitter. So if you're on Twitter, you see these hits. I also, I'm, I'm telling you with the Mets. Uh, Lindor screwed me yesterday. Uh, Alonso's screwing us right now. So let's hopefully get that hit. And then I got the Blue Jays. And then Guerrero, Guerrero, and uh, Bo Bichette. Uh That pays, uh, you know, nice 12000 I always like to put a nice little 15 bucks here, $10 here, just to just to get me looking at the scoreboard. But that's talking baseball.
0: Yeah, again, you were talking about, you know, it's great that you guys are listening. Please like and subscribe. But Winning P Weekly, we tweet out everything as soon as we put it in. So that's where you get it beforehand. So that's what you can tail us if you want. You can fade us if you want, or you can just interact with us and let us know what you're taking. So that's where we're gonna find us on Twitter.
1: So that applies for daily MLB, uh definitely weekly golf. How's that been going, Chip?
2: No. I, I again again nothing. Again, no. nothing.
0: football season. Just no. yeah, it's it's football season. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: deal. Deal. So we're moving on. We're done with the golf. Uh definitely look out for our daily Not done with it. Not done with it.
0: Just, yeah, FedEx Cub, What do you think about that? Right, they blocked all the live guys from participating. Oh, That's uh, a lot of people, right? Yeah, I,
2: I mean, I'm not surprised, but wh- I think the lawsuit finally pu- pushed them to do that. That really pissed them off. But no, there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of good players playing in this tournament. So I saw the somebody has like a huge bet on uh, on Rory to to win like a fifteen thousand dollar bet or something for Rory to win this. Not the Saint June Classic or something. I was like, wow, that's crazy. But right, let's go. Hey, let's go, Rory. Rory is the fa- <laughs> Rory is the favorite. I'm I'm not a fan of Rory as the favorite as much as I I'd, I'd like to see him win because kind of deserves it after what happened at the British. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm definitely gonna bet someone at this tournament. I just I've been I told you guys earlier I've been college football all week. I haven't had a chance to look at the. Golf yet? Not that I would advise anyone to tell my picks right now. So I'll take a look at it eventually. But this is a, a weird tournament. They've like changed the name. They've changed the courses. It, it's hard to gauge. I know iron play is a big deal on this course they're playing. So like I've seen a couple people take Justin Thomas. He seems like a good one. He's a great iron player, but he hasn't played well lately. So I, I don't know. Have to look. Look more into that. We'll see.
1: All right, and uh, just a uh, quick note: we got six legs of this plus twelve thousand parlay looking pretty good, right? We got uh, Vlad with the hit. We got Bichette with the hit. We're just waiting on Alonzo here. Uh, Lindor got the hit. Thank you, Greg. Mets money line looking good. The minus two and a half on that Greg on the Mets money line alternate line for Greg, not looking too shabby either. Uh, so the MLB's looking good. Got some got some future golf bets here. But as you heard in the beginning, and as Chip just mentioned, football's back. He's all college football right yeah. now. And we're gonna start with the good old Pac twelve. The Pac twelve who people are running away from. All right, we got USC running away, we got UCLA running away, but not not for now. For now they're here. They got ESPN maybe coming to join, right? ESPN and Fox fighting for their rights. And the winning weekly boys, we're here to give you a little mini primer on what we think about the Pac-12 and how Bo Nix is the best quarterback in the conference. Oh.
0: <laughs> I love this because I, like, I we were talking about it beforehand, man. We did NFL last year. We didn't do college football stuff. We got Chip in the mix, who's a... College football connoisseur, and I'm ready to get some takes off. I'm ready. We can start with Bo Nix being the best quarterback, if you want.
1: <laughs> what do you think? I about think that we, I
0: think we have to start
2: with that. John sure. needs to make John needs to make his argument on Bo Nix.
1: Oh man, what, what's not to love about Bo Nix, man? Killing it in the SEC, throwing touchdowns, killing, killing it, killing it. Is that? Yeah, when, is he, that... when he gets when he gets his opportunity, of course.
2: Well, you got plenty of opportunity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man. Last year, he had to play Georgia. He had to play Alabama. And now, he's got the Georgia defensive coordinator as his, as his head coach. He's chilling. And now, they're playing the Pac-12, man. They're not playing the SEC anymore. They're playing Arizona. Like, we're we're, we're good to go here. I don't know. <laughs> I um, Of course, I'm being a little bit facetious, but I'm kind of leading you into my – Not my favorite bet, but probably the best odds bet for me uh, just starting the season off for the Pac-12. And I think that's Oregon at plus 300. I think Oregon plus 300 is uh, not the greatest value, I'll be honest with you. I I wish it was more like plus 525 range, right? Um, I'd be a lot more comfortable with it. But plus 300 to win the division – the division. When the conference when the conference, yeah. <laughs> Against um, I guess the only competition we're really talking about here is USC, Utah, UCLA. I'm not I'm just not too worried about those guys. UCLA has better odds. but I just don't love them this year. I feel like they might regress a little from last year, and that's like <laughs> that that that's a tank that's on a quarter and it's going down. That's you know, like that's Looking really bad if you take a, a step down for UCLA. So Oregon is my my favorite to win the conference at plus three hundred. You can catch that on Fan on FanDuel uh, and DraftKings, I believe, at the moment. Uh, depending on what state you're in, I think it's on the Barstool Sports app as well. I was looking through that earlier, but Bo Nix, man, I, th- I, I I I don't know. I think when you go, I think when I have this bias in my brain when you go from a a conference like the SEC and you have a head coach and you have a quarterback and you bring it to something like the Pac-12, like Oregon, where they're going to be playing mediocre defenses. To me, that is a huge advantage. I don't know if they're going to get it together, you know, year one. We're all about, you know, especially if you hear us on the NFL, rookie head coaches, rookie quarterbacks, like just stay away from it. But college is just a whole different ballgame. You know what I mean? Like Joe Burrow came in, murdered it, you know, without without anything. And we we always see these kinds of stories, right? Cam Newton or whatever. Um, so I'm riding with Bonex, I'm I'm riding, I'm riding with Oregon. Oregon is my is my Pac-12 team uh for, for this year. What do you what do you guys think about that?
2: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. By are, you, the end are you gonna
1: of, give me a stats from last year? Because they're
2: gonna be no, a horrific. No, 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 <laughs> I, I don't even need to do that. I by the end of the season, maybe by midway through the season, by when do they they play UCLA October twenty second? Yep. He's not the starting quarterback for Oregon anymore, I'm predicting. Okay, is so he gonna
1: win the is he gonna win the competition? Because right now they're saying there's a competition.
2: Right. Yeah, I, I think he'll get that because he has the experience. He's he's uh well, which junior. one is
1: Georgia? So, like, they're going to lose week one. Like, yeah. with, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 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 I don't care. It's a head
2: Oregon club. fans are clamoring for the backup. Ty Thompson, redshirt freshman, former five-star recruit. That's who they want to see. And I think if Nick struggles, I think he will get benched because people want to see Thompson. And I think he's a stud, and they should see him. And they have uh, they don't, – uh, don't they – didn't they get Dante Moore? Wasn't that the five-star quarterback? I think that's who they got, Dante Moore. That's Nike money right there. They got one of the many five-star quarterbacks coming in. And they're going to want to see Thompson, how how he can do before Moore comes in. So, yeah, I would not be surprised if Knicks was benched at some point this year. And, but... Like, I mean, I, he has
1: he has two really he has I mean at, at least three really tough games on his schedule, right? I you was just going to say and BYU,
2: Georgia, and BYU, and you you make a, an interesting point about the the bad defenses. Like he plays Arizona, Eastern Washington, he plays <laughs> he plays Eastern Washington, but he also plays Georgia and BYU, and yeah. that's not going to be those aren't going to be easy
1: games. Um, That's Oregon looking ahead a couple years ago, like oh, this is going to be great, and then now like oh, damn, we actually had a chance At this conference. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But do you think that? But but like, not only is it week one, but it's Georgia. Like if they lose to Georgia,
2: and it's the Oregon head coach is the former Dan Lanning is the former defensive coordinator at Georgia.
1: Like they could recover from that. I I don't. I don't. I don't think that's right. right. They can recover for for me.
0: They can recover from that, but can they recover if they lose to BYU week three? But that's the
1: thing. I think that BYU is looking at this schedule like, "Oh man, this is our hard game."
0: Well, you know no,
1: BYU's mean?
2: got a BYU's got a tough schedule. Oh, we yeah. have to go. They have to one of to the, the toughest again. schedules in the country.
0: In the country,
2: BYU—they yeah, always they have, have like
0: a hard four. Schedules. I think they have like four or five really tough games.
2: Yeah, I know they play Notre Dame too. Yeah. I always play Notre Dame.
0: Well, we're gonna get into Notre Dame. We're gonna get into Notre Dame,
2: but that's for another day. Notre
1: Dame. No, that's for today. Oh, that's for today.
2: <laughs> Notre Dame today? Really? Yeah, I don't think
0: could,
1: so. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, I, Notre Dame's why, not in the Pac-12. Well, that's why I think that USC is not is not gonna is not really a contender here because they're playing Notre Dame in the last game of the season. And I think Notre Dame's gonna is gonna annihilate USC, uh, especially in that game where Notre Dame's gonna be fighting for something. I don't know what that something's going to be, but they're going to be fighting for something, and I think they're going to annihilate USC, and it's going to be the last taste in everybody's mouth, right? Where no one's going to remember the September third Labor Day, you know, Oregon Ducks versus Georgia game. You know what I mean? That, that that's just kind of how I see. It. That's what college is all about, man. College is all about momentum. It's all about what you know, right here, right now.
0: Yeah, you know storylines, all that yeah. stuff. How can you paint the picture. Yeah.
1: What do you What do you think, Greg? What do you think about Oregon? What do you think about Bo Nix? What do you think about the Pac-12 in general?
0: I don't like any of it. Um, <laughs> uh, the Pac-12, I think, is all right. I mean, it's great for late-night betting and stuff, you know. Um, but I don't like We'll – we'll talk about this as we break down everything. I don't like first-year coaches. I don't like first-year quarterbacks. I like consistency in college. I think that's a huge thing. I know some teams can strike lightning in a bottle and put it all together. I think that's very hard to do. Um, is that Utah? Yeah, last U-
1: year Utah. Is that, I don't is think that the lightning in the bottle for the Pac-12 last year because they killed it last year, and they and they, you know, they're always kind of fold.
0: Yeah, I was talking about like you. You mentioned like Joe Burrow in his first year, like mm-hmm. that's lightning in a bottle, like stuff like that, where you just come out of nowhere and you're the number one quarterback, leading the best offense of all time. Um, I like Dan Lanning. I think that, you know, the only problem is he doesn't – it takes time. I talked about this last year when I was doing some previews and stuff. It takes time to get your guys. Dan Lanning is good. He doesn't have the Georgia defense. Yeah. He doesn't have five or six guys going in the first round of the NFL draft like he did this year. Yeah. It's going to take him time to build up this program. Do I think he's the right guy for the program, that he could get this Oregon team back to where they were a decade ago? Sure. I think there's a decent shot at it. But with this schedule – I think the the return seven on offense, seven on defense, that's always good. But, again, it's returning players with a new coach, new coordinators, new quarterback. There's already a quarterback competition. Chip's point about Bo Nix might not even be the guy throughout the year. If you're switching quarterbacks midway through the year because of bad play, I don't think that that's a recipe for success, whether it's the win total over or whether it's winning the, the conference. Utah, to your point, I think they switched their quarterback week two last year, week three. And then they never look back. Worked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doubt, I, was, I was literally yeah. going to say scoring forty points yeah. a week, I think, since he once he started. So, um, that's the type of stuff if you switch early. But I think with with Oregon because Bo Nix has experience. I think there's a shot that he starts out the season. But again, first three games, neutral site. I think versus Georgia, um, Eastern Washington at home, BYU at home. If they start out one and two. To Chip's point, they're going to be clamoring for their guy, their guy that they brought in, their their guy they're bringing up through the program. So, um, I could see it being a tough one, season. That's why I also don't like USC personally, too. What,
1: what if they're two and one? Do you think you, you if they if they ride out here two and one is is the conference really just November nineteenth versus Utah?
0: No, I think UCLA is a tough game. I really like UCLA. I like what Chip Kelly's doing. I think that they had a pr- much approved season last year. I think that they Chip Kelly kind of stripped away his whole shtick that he did at Oregon and uh, the Eagles over the last few years at UCLA. Yep. They run the ball. They, I think, play pretty well. I love their jerseys. I think that <laughs> plays a factor in college. I don't know if it does or not, but I think Oregon, maybe yeah, Oregon too. But uh, <laughs> I, and this is again the stability is. I think it's his fifth year there at uh at UCLA. So I think UCLA is going to be a tough game in October for them. I know they have them at home, which is a nice break for them. But then Utah again. The good thing about Oregon and what sets them up for success is the hard games that they play for the most part, except for Georgia, are all at home. You well, know, so Georgia's that, neutral. Yeah. All right. So Georgia's neutral, and then other than that, BYU, BYU UCLA, Utah, all at home. Amazing. So that that's that would be my case if I was making the case for them to. And it's in Oregon. They they
1: normally have a good home field.
0: Yeah. No, I I think that I I agree with that. Um, So you like
1: UCLA, like plus 950, I think it is right now. I I think that's a good bet, too. I think I might sprinkle on that as well. For
0: value, I think I would just in case Oregon and USC don't Mm -hmm. get it together uh, quickly. I mean, USC was such a collapse last year (laughs) that... I and don't know. I'm
1: wondering. I'm wondering if this whole UC, USC, to UCLA, moving. Uh, you, know, you know, you think it has any effect on anything?
0: I don't think so. I think no. these guys are so locked in right now. It's all about winning week one. Then it's all about winning week two. I don't think they're worried about. Can I tinfoil hat now?
1: Can I? Can I really quick tin foil hat? Sure. I think both of those teams are going to have really tough calls from the refs this year. Just like I, re- I really, I really think so because everything's That's something affected. To look out for. Everything is affected by them leaving, like, sure. like even the refs. You know, <laughs> like the like everybody's affected. So I just think that when you're hated, man, like, and you're just hated franchise, like, think about the NBA, think about the NFL. Like, things just go right for you or go wrong for you. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be malicious, but I just think if it's a 50-50 call, I just think they're gonna get screwed a couple times. I could, I could just see the narrative. But, again, that's just like me making it up tinfoil hat completely, not based on, you know, anything
0: real. Just one, la- one last thing about Oregon before we move on. Um, am my on the wrong page up? I, I just don't think, you know, passing yards for game last year, they're 100th in the country. They have to improve this defense. Yes, they brought in the Georgia defensive coordinator to help with that defense. I just don't know if he can do it right away. That's my only sure. thing. You're working with other people's guys. You're not recruiting your class for another two, three years. Yes, the transfer portal helps. So you were able to bring in some people. Because so I think they got a couple transfers in, but they also had a couple transfers out. So maybe net neutral there. Here's the thing if they beat Georgia week one. Oh, all I bets mean, are off then. Yeah. But. Yeah, like it's all over. You know what I'm saying? If yeah.
1: like Georgia's like sleeping and this coach is like, it's literally Super Bowl, we've seen that happen with Rex Ryan, right? And like this is it and he somehow wins, like. It's it. The whole season is flipped on its head. But let's let's jump to USC real quick because we mentioned them a bunch of times. I know that's I know that's Chip's team uh, going into the Pac-12. So Chip, do you want you want to give us uh, a, a little uh, a little USC take?
2: USC, yeah. yeah you,
1: you have them win in the conference, right?
2: I do have them win in the conference. Right after Lincoln Riley got hired, I immediately put some money on them to win the national championship just to be like, just as a long shot thing. Now he's never, obviously he's never won the meaningful game, the national championship. So I don't, I don't expect them to win, but I, I did put money on them to win the PAC 12. Um, It's crazy to me how
1: they're favorites.
2: They've become the favorites now and how they have a higher win total than Utah. So I'm taking, I'm taking the over nine and a half on, at, on SC yep. um, Lincoln Riley Hit the over Every year at Oklahoma um, I think he's going to do it again um, Take out the COVID shortened season in 2020 set. Nice set. Yeah. He, I He won double digit Games Yeah he won double digit Regular season wins every single year At Oklahoma Except obviously he won nine <laughs> games The COVID shortened year But, yeah, I look, obviously the offense is completely loaded. You have Williams is a stud. You have Travis Dye, who they brought in from Oregon.
1: Um, Breaking up the magazine. I love
2: it. Well, I got it right here, so I I might as well. I love it. I love it. That's why we're here. Yeah. And then (laughs) Jerry Rice's kid, too. Brendan Rice, who I think is going to be really good. They basically just...
1: Speaking of Rice, are they going to cover plus 30? Week 1 versus Rice?
2: Uh, I'm not ready to go there. I don't know if uh, they're going I'm to... Yes, I don't to know if they, yes, they
0: will, John. Yes, they will. Uh, I'm ready to go. take Rice. Rice is
2: Rice is one of the worst programs in college football history. So, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take Rice.
0: Give me the third, baby. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> No, I yeah, would chip do- about your point about so many people transferring in. Uh Lincoln Riley obviously bringing his quarterback over from Oklahoma, Caleb Williams. Do you have any concern at all about this just kind of being like I don't know, I guess the Rams did it last year in the NFL with just having superstars everywhere. Do you have any concern with like cohesion, consistency getting your your systems implemented? A little bit. Or, or just big personalities all over the place. USC It's gorgeous out, you know. I- you're, For sure, there's nil money's running all over the place.
2: (laughs) For sure, there's a little concern about that. I just think he's has. If he were less established, I I would be much. If he were like a first year head coach, I'd be much more concerned about that.
0: Yeah, or or he had a good. He had a good run as a coach at a lower program, but yeah, but he's really
2: established himself, and all these high school coaches know him. And all these high school players don't because he's been recruiting them for years. He's been recruiting five-star players. And also, he also has pipeline. He's been recruiting players from California to Oklahoma, whether he's been getting them or not. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. And so they all know him. Uh, I don't know. I'm not super worried about that. Um, I look at the schedule and you guys... You guys had a lot different definition over what a, a winnable game was going to be for SC than I did. Um, Greg, me and you are completely different on UCLA. I, I think we'll talk about UCLA later, maybe. Uh, at Utah is, in my opinion, probably the biggest Pac-12 game of the season. October 15th, SC at Utah. That's obviously massive. Um, I'm not. Notre Greg, you were talking earlier about first time head coaches. So Notre Dame, first time head coach. It's at SC. I, I'm not super high on Notre Dame. Uh, their defense is going to be really good again, but first time head coach and a quarterback who's barely ever played. Not super high on ND. I, I believe their win total is eight and a half. Um, not, I'm not confident enough in them to take the over for sure. Um, SC's, uh, how to, how they have obviously they, they, open they, got, up. they got
1: UCLA and then Notre Dame back to back.
2: Yeah, like I, know, I, said, I, know not,
1: checking,
2: I don't well, think UCLA is going to be very. Yeah,
1: he
0: doesn't like either of those teams, so he's kind I'm just of saying. Ones. I'm just
1: saying you don't think you don't think. I know you don't like them, but you you don't you're not worried about USC man against UCLA. Like forget UCLA. Well, it's
2: though. at UCLA, but it's also I like oh. I like the idea of the revenge game yeah, too because okay. they got whooped by UCLA That's last year. Saying. They hung sixty on them. So I think it's, it's also a revenge thing for SC. I uh-huh. think they're going to come out. They want to win that game as much as they want to win any other game on the schedule. Like that's not UCLA football. That's not something that happens. SC doesn't lose to UCLA in football. That was like the most embarrassing moment of the season for sure for them to get not only, not only lose to SC, but not only lose to UCLA, but to get embarrassed by them. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so I get a chip. So you, you got 12 games on the schedule. Your over-under is nine and a half. So you're allowing yourself two losses. And you're looking at the schedule and you're saying Utah, you know, they maybe could. that's a coin flip game. They could win, they could lose. Other than that, you feel pretty confident about the rest of the games.
2: I'm pretty confident, to be honest. I, like I said, not high in UCLA. I just, like, I think last year was a bit of an aberration. I, no, I sure. Notre Dame. I I get Notre Dame's going to be good. I I don't know. I'm looking up and down at the rest of the schedule. You mentioned like, uh, uh, Greg. You mentioned like it could take time to gel, so maybe they get upset at some point. Maybe like I think Oregon State could be good. Like they maybe they go on the road to Oregon State and lose. Or
0: yeah, you, I think at Stanford's kind of tough. Fresno was just, State was pretty good. I was going to say
2: because they play Stanford week two, and Stanford's in famously a team that pulls off upsets too. They're kinda of like Purdue. So I could see Stanford knocking them off. But no, I I don't think their schedule is super hard. I, I just no, I, I like the over nine and a half
1: so I think me and Greg are in unison on this under nine and a half here. Uh, and you kind of mentioned at the top here, Chip, we have definition, we have different definitions yes. of uh, winnable games, and it's because I, uh, I mean, three games for USC is too small of a buffer. Like I, I, I love that under. We kind of mentioned the Notre Dame at the end there uh, a couple times already today, so we don't want to go into that. It's going to be a
2: popular a- under. I feel like.
1: Okay. Because people
2: like that. are, don't you think? Because people are going to. Think the same way as you guys. I feel like a lot of people are going to think the same as you. Like, wow, that's that unders only up there because you know it's USC and it's Lincoln Riley and the hype's there.
1: Well, I mean, they're the do favorites you disagree, to win. disagree? The, well, they're the, they're the favorites to win the. But they
2: didn't. But they didn't start as the favorites. Utah opened as the favorite.
0: Yeah, I think I think I disagree a little bit because I think Vegas is looking at it saying like, oh my god, so many people are going to bet on USC, so let's move everything up to kind of hedge and get some more value with it. Mm-hmm. So I think they they're expecting a lot of people to bet the over on USC, bet conference winner USC. Especially cuz they're
1: moving. Like they 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 have they have, you know, the boost right now. Like they're so good that they're going to move to the, you know, to the, to the next conference. Like UCLA is so good that they're leaving.
2: They're plus 170 to win the Pac 12. I don't think that's a worthwhile bet even. That the better bet to me is, He's on the nine and a half. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> not the good one, but the better bet to me is to bet them to make the playoff. Yeah, which is plus four twenty five, and plus I or plus four hundred. If
1: they win the conference, do they do they get the play in? I guess that's the question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But if they beat Notre Dame, depends that at least on how good needs them. Right? at on, least I get one person. Right, picture. they've
0: made, They've only had two teams ever make it. I think to the the playoff or whatever for football. So they can't lose more than one game. Yeah, that's my thing. That's if you lose two games, I think you're. They got to,
2: obviously they to have to beat Utah. They have to beat Utah. I think Utah and SC have both have a chance to get in. Yeah, They're I agree. The two best Pac-12 futures are not to win. I think. It's for Utah and SC to get into the playoff because it's that's the DraftKings. I think DraftKings is the only one that has that.
1: What's Utah yeah. to get to the playoffs?
2: I think shit. Um,
1: All right, why
0: you find that? while you I think find that four hundred ish around there too? Yeah, I think
2: I think Utah's plus four hundred and um, S. Oh no, SC's plus four hundred. Sorry, and Utah's plus four twenty five to make the playoff. So both of those. M- n- I think I would rather bet both of those than bet uh, to win the conference, just because it's just because it's probably more fun, in my opinion, to, yo, to that, watch that happen.
1: That's fair. I mean, talk about fun! This October fifteenth game at Utah is going to be sick. Oh my gonna god, be, that's
2: going to be awesome! I'm going to be in
1: Wisconsin. I'm going to check if Wisconsin has a game. I'm be in Green Bay. Uh, yo, Greg, you got yes, some sir. thoughts on
0: Utah? Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts on Utah. But before we move on, I don't know if we talked about it enough, but um, USC is going to be my under for the season, nine yeah, and a half. Yeah. I think we're both in that. Mm-hmm. Um, To Chip's point about the winnable games, I think Stanford's tough week two at Stanford's tough. I think Fresno State, if I remember correctly, had a great season last year. I don't know how many people are returning. They
2: did. they did. They were good.
0: Yeah. So um, at Oregon State, I think Chip pointed that out. I think that could be a little bit of a tough game. So you're starting out the season with three tough games out of four two of them on the road. If you're not all together, you don't have your P's and Q's in order. It could be a problem. The good thing with USC, Lincoln Riley and everything is chances are that's all taken care of. So you're kind of betting on that in my opinion. So that's why I'm going with the under Notre Dame. I, I agree. I don't think like they're ranked really high. Everyone has these high expectations for them. I don't see it this year, but I do like UCLA. So that's why I'm going with the under for uh, USC uh, for the over. I'm going Utah. I love this Cameron Rising guy. I think he's got enough pieces around him to have a good season. He's two of the top tight ends in the league. He's two good running backs in his backfield. Offensive line's a little weak. Um, but I think in college football, you can make up with that with scheme and stability if everyone stays healthy. Wide receivers aren't that great, but that still didn't stop them from scoring. I think, like I said, 40 points a game since Rising took over last season when he was a full time quarterback starting week three. They were explosive, man. And I don't really, I don't expect that from Utah. I expect from Utah, hard nosed defense, running the football, win like 13 to three type games and stuff. And they completely flipped it on its head um, over the last few years, especially last year. So I like Utah. Um, Looking at their schedule, their over-under is nine, not nine and a half. So I like that. It's a pretty easy over, I think. I think so, too. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, um, the schedule is not too bad. The big one really – what I like about this is, like, I think it's 240 for their over. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, that's for uh, to win the conference. But for their over, to me, kind of comes down to week one at Florida. If there's any time you want to play Florida, it's not week one when it's going to be so hot. It's going to be disgusting. So that kind later of... Game, yeah, that's true. Late Later game, it definitely helps. Still Florida, the Swamp, it's going to be disgusting. Um,
2: yeah, but Kyle Whittingham, give me Kyle Whittingham over, uh, over uh, Billy Napier in his first game at Florida with all that pressure on him. I'll and, take Kyle Whittingham.
0: And that goes back to my thing about stability, Chip. 18th year for Kyle Winningham, first year for Napier in Florida. Florida had a really bad season last year. Their coach got fired midseason. Defense was much improved. Team was much improved. Florida was after they fired their coach last year. Um, I think the stat that I saw is they gave up 175 points in the first four or five games of the season. They played some really good teams. It was crazy. And then the rest of the season, they gave up 174 points. So much improved defense, a lot of young guys on Florida. So they're coming back They're They're probably going to be more improved, but Utah has a lot of returning people, eight people on offense, six people on defense, the big defensive person. I mean, if you follow us on online, we talked about Devin Lloyd all off season leading up to this draft, big linebacker played amazing for them. I think he had a pick in the PAC 12 pick six in the PAC 12 conference game last year. He's incredible. So they're, they're, Weakest point on defense is probably the linebacker core. I think their DBs and safeties are okay, but they got two transfers in using the, the transfer portal, portal, uh, portal for uh, the linebacker position. So there's a shot there pretty good there. Um, solid offense, solid defense. Plus 250, plus 240 to win the conference. I like that. Looking at their schedule again, the over-under is nine. Florida, week one, that's tough. After that, the next really tough game that I see is at UCLA. Maybe you can make a case for at Arizona State, but I don't think Arizona State's going to be very good. And then you go all the way down the schedule. At UCLA is October 8th, USC October 15th. To Trip's point, when we're talking about USC, that's going to be, or John's point, that's probably going to be the game of the Pac-12 of the season. That's going to be incredible. They got that at home. I'm happy about that.
1: From there, at and- Oregon, though.
0: And then again at Oregon and
1: those in two Alabama. games, I mean, are are I think the highlights of the of the big of the Pac-12 in in general. Like the like they need they need to, the Pac-12 is in a is in a tizzy right now. I mean, yeah, they need
0: those games to be rememberable yeah. games. And, SC and, and they also SC, need yeah. you
1: like they need a, a a team in the playoffs. I'm I'm totally with you guys on this. Take a team to win to get into the playoffs, rather than to win the conference, because you know they're going to reward them. Like everybody sees what's going on to the Pac-12. The Pac-12 commissioner today like came out and talking trash about the Big 12. Like things are getting chippy out here. No, uh, no offense, Chip. Um, (laughs) And uh, and uh, I wonder if um, I wonder if Utah could sneak in here, man.
0: I know I I, I don't have
1: Oregon, but I really. I really do think Utah could sneak in. They their games aren't that tough. Like at the Gators, week one, you well, know, you can bet Oregon and, to
2: win the conference and take Utah to make the playoffs.
1: I mean, no, I know, I, I am I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. No. I, I like Utah. I you know, I, I, could sprinkle on both. You know what I mean? Because mm. they're both plus money uh, at the moment. I'm not like dead set on Oregon. Like I'm gonna, you know, put my head through a wall um, if, if, if them or nothing. I just don't like USC and I don't like UCLA and my issue with Utah is they've never done it. They've never done what they did last year. So are they are they going to repeat? Like I'm happy that they're no longer the favorites because when they were the favorites I was definitely not taking them. Now that USC is the favorite, maybe Oregon's moving up a little, it's easier for me to take Utah, but I'm I I definitely like the over. I like I like that over um because I I could see Utah playing Oregon in the, in you know the championship game here right or like in do they have do they have do they have, do they have what's the, what's the what's the Pac-12 conference uh bowl game Is it, Does it change every year? Is it the Rose Bowl? I think so.
2: Yeah, Pac-12's Rose Bowl against Big 10.
1: So that I mean like you know if, if Utah
2: I against see, Ohio State last year
1: Yep. I could see, I could see Utah. It's a thriller. I could see Mace Utah. Again. I could see Utah being a, a a really fun pick there. And if they win that, you know, like I, I, I can I can see them uh, making some noise out here for the Pac twelve, holding them on their shoulders. I still like Oregon. I do like that they're bringing the SEC boys into the Pac twelve. I do think that makes a difference, even in one yeah. year. And uh, uh, playing yeah, yeah. at Oregon's tough. They have a really nice home schedule. Basically, their hardest games are at home. So if they can get through Georgia, they can get through BYU, I like it. But just on a solid football stance, I like all Greg's points. And and they got Rising, dude. Like, Rising is a beast. You know what I mean? Forget Bo Nix for a second. Like, Rising is a monster.
0: Yeah, John, the reason, too, about your point about being repeatable for Utah, can they do it again this year? The reason why I think they can is because Rising's not one of those guys that's throwing for 500 yards a game and five touchdowns. They're just methodical in the way they move down the field. They rely on their tight ends. They have two great tight ends. I'm blanking on their name right now just because I'm not that into it right now at this point. But they're both really good. They both could have went, I think, in the draft this year, but they both decided to stay back and run it back one more year. Um, and they're running back, and they're rushing. Well, I think i I'm Thomas the Beast. Yeah, so I I, I think that... He, he, play. He, honestly,
1: he, might be, he might be the first running back pick next year.
0: Yeah, Could be. He's
1: going to be top five running back pick next year, 100%. Tavion Thomas.
0: Yeah, there's that dude in Minnesota. There's that dude in Texas. Yeah. yeah. but yeah. Saying,
1: he, he's, he's an absolute monster last
0: year. Yeah, so for value-wise, though, to your guys' point, I kind of like – I might be crazy. I like Utah as a national championship at plus 6,000. Because I think if they make it, like we saw last year with Ohio State, they went toe to toe with Ohio State. They both scored forty something points in that Rose Bowl. I think if they're in it, they can compete with anyone. So at plus six thousand, I think it's great value. To your point, Chip, about plus four hundred to make it to the champ to make it to the con or the playoffs or whatever. I'd rather take plus six thousand, hope they win the first game. And then just hedge it out in the, yeah, the championship, 6, yeah. yeah. So that, you have I mean, a lot more juice to play with.
1: That's fair. Uh, I mean, if if Utah is there, it's plus six thousand. I mean, for God's sake,s the Jets win the Super Bowl is, is seven plus
0: seven thousand. I mean, yeah, then, that's much are, much much <laughs> harder to do. Utah yeah, like the championship, game, right? like, Even we all know about. Alabama's going to win it, but, yeah, you know, Utah. Here, you know,
2: well, there. I think Ohio State has a shot.
0: Okay, all right. Oh, right. I'm ready for that. Um Heisman winner though, just throw rising. I'd throw a little bit on them. I depends on where you find them too. That's another great thing when we start talking about these national championship, uh Heisman contenders. We talk about a lot with golf. We talk about with everything, really. Shop your lines. I see anywhere from plus sixty six hundred to plus ten thousand, depending on the sports book. So find a good line on rising, throw throw twenty bucks on them. He's not going to throw for, like I said, I think, I don't think he's going to throw for 5,000 yards this year. Um, or anything crazy. He's not going to have like 40 touchdowns or 50 touchdowns, whatever Joe Burrow did, but I think he uses his legs. He has the look of a prototypical quarterback. He's, he's big. He's strong. He can run. I think he had 500 yards rushing last year in a limited season. He didn't start right away. So throw a little bit on him, especially if they make a big run, he's going to be the talk of the town. So. Those are my two kind of longer odds picks for the uh, Pac-12. Rising to win the Heisman? Yeah, if you can find it, plus 8,000, plus 9,000.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. I haven't seen him – surprisingly, haven't seen him a lot
0: take him. Yeah, just because I don't think he puts up crazy numbers.
1: I mean, he he had 20 touchdowns and five interceptions last year, right?
2: Yeah. yeah, I just I hesitate to bet to put any money on the Heisman just because I'd be so surprised if it wasn't Young or Stroud. Bolto's, yeah. I feel like both or I mean Anderson at Bama, Will Anderson for Bama now is a popular one.
1: Because I mean, you can't trick them, right? Because with the Heisman stuff, they know what teams you're playing, <laughs> right? Like mm. they know that Utah has an easy schedule, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not like but what if right. Out of
2: if Utah is one of the, like, if Utah, when the college football playoff, uh, rankings come out and Utah's ranked in the top four and they're undefeated, then Rising for sure has a shot at it. He just needs to, he just needs to put up better numbers than Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, which I just don't see that happening, but.
0: Let's yeah, start. like l- last four games of the season last year, John, 178 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. 179 for three touchdowns, one pick. 170 for one touchdown, two picks. 214 for two touchdowns, zero picks. Like that's not going to get it done on the Heisman watch. You're going to mm-hmm. have to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns every game. I mean, CJ these guys, Stroud
2: does that in a half. Yeah,
0: Stroud, yeah. Young, all these guys that are going to be up there. Are going to be throwing like <laughs> we talk about every season. John Alabama first half to your point, Chip. Those are Alabama first half numbers, like mm-hmm. they're going to be lighting it up. So, um, he's got to improve in that stuff. But to Chip's point, if they're undefeated, they're ranked top five. He's having a good season, limiting on the interceptions and playing well. I think there's a shot, it's a long shot to your point, Chip. I don't know if anyone besides the favorites are going to win, but if you're a betting man like I am, mm-hmm. throw 10, 15, 20 bucks on it, hope for the best.
2: Yeah. It happens. Devontae Smith with Bama. sure you know, saw that one coming. True, true, true. Yeah.
0: Um, what else do we got for picks, boys? John, do you have an over that you like for uh, win total?
1: I like Utah's over uh, for obviously all the points you've been talking about, but because their schedule is easy, right? I um, I'm not a big fan of the Oregon over, even though obviously they need it to win the conference. Right. I just think it's a little. I mean, it just there's just no value to it. You know what I mean? Like there's just there's just no Oregon could easily lose those three games, right? Uh, I, I'm not going to be completely shocked if they lose three three ball games. You know what I mean? Especially when one of them um, is Utah, another one is USC. You know what I mean? They got smacked around last year by by Utah, right? So that you know that's what gives me you know hesitation. They got smacked by them. However. They do have good players, man. Like Noah Sewell is a beast, dude. He might, be, like, you, you might, you might hear me screaming very, very soon about how we need to draft Noah Sewell when he comes out, like, because he's a monster. You yeah. know what I mean? Then we're gonna be talking about, oh, but who does he play? You know he's in the Pac-12? We don't know. I just think this Georgia defense is, is the Georgia scheme is coming. Oregon I know necessarily the players might not be there completely but dude just the just the the prospect of having a defense in the Pac-12 that that excites me so I'm gonna stick with the Utah over Uh, I might sprinkle on them to win the conference I'm taking the USC under like you which scares me that we're kind of uh rolling with each other here but I mean Utah won last year it's not like we're making it's not like we're you know doing anything crazy here this is this is what should happen I also want to take the under on Cal, but I I'm I'm kind of pushing it there. They just stink so much. Uh watching Cal last year, watching Colorado, um those are kind of like my bottom barrel teams. Uh, yeah,
0: Colorado is a big time I like that. Under, I like the but, unders. I like the
2: unders in this conference more than I like overs to be honest. Yeah. To like there's not a lot of overs do you guys like.
1: have thoughts about those programs or uh, Arizona, Arizona State here? I know we mentioned Oregon State at home a little bit. Um, but do you guys have any thoughts on on any kind of the bottom barrel teams before we uh, finish up this Pac-12?
2: Arizona State under for sure. Love Herm Edwards. <laughs> Absol- like, love him. But he is a dead man walking. Couldn't get any recruits to go to Arizona. Everybody knows he's leaving. Um, 17 players entered the transfer portal. All of the recruiting violations he had to uh, either his f- assistant coaches got fired. Two assistant coaches got fired. Three resigned. Um, it's a complete disaster there. The total six and a half because I think they still have a little bit of talent on the roster. And they did win eight games last year. But I, I think he could be gone by... They got... Washington on October 8th. I think he could be gone by then. And they got, they open up against Northern Arizona, which is a win, but then they got at Oklahoma state. So they're going to lose that. Eastern Michigan should be a win. Then they have Utah at home at SC and then Washington. So that's three straight losses possibly. And then at Stanford. So it's a tough schedule. And I think Herm Edwards is a prime candidate for maybe the number one candidate in college football to be fired during the season, I think they're a great candidate for an under. And I think, Greg, you brought up earlier in the show, or maybe it was before we came on, Arizona. Yeah. And I think Arizona Arizona won one game last year, and it was against a Cal team that was missing like 25 players because of COVID. (laughs) I I know you said everybody, Colorado's a popular underpick. Arizona should be a popular underpick. Uh, I think they are. Is it under two and a half or under three? It's three Arizona. On what I'm saying, yeah, it's three on DraftKings, two and a half on FanDuel. It's, it's tough, honestly. I take under on on both of those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, they're only favorite I mean, preseason. They're only favorite of one game, and and that's Colorado. The other team that's yeah. two and a half, three <laughs> yeah, for the win. Total. I would, yeah,
1: Arizona's at three and a half on FanDuel.
2: Arizona lost to an Ooh. FCS team last year. Oh, is it three and a half on FanDuel? Oh, I yeah. And
1: Cal is five and a half. Cal, that's why Cal is my number. Oh, I couldn't believe I Cal is five and a half.
2: I didn't look at Cal too much, but I know they're. I know they're not expected to be very good. I, I just
1: watched them a lot last year, and it was horrific, man. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
2: And by the way, uh, Arizona also ridiculous out of conference schedule. They open up against San Diego
0: State, who crushed love them that. last year. Love that one. Well, love that team.
2: Then Mississippi State, who I think is going to be really good this year, yeah. Yep. And Mike okay. Leach, Mike Leach could light them up.
0: I call time. North Dakota, go ahead.
1: I call out because you guys just mentioned SDSU.
0: Mm-hmm. Love them.
1: I was going to mention that Utah's playing SDSU. Do you guys care about that week three? I
2: think it's different. Utah playing them than
0: Arizona okay. playing them.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it, I like it at home? too And I kind of passed over. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to sound. It's it's like going to be a hard Wasn't that game? one of their
0: losses last year? Utah, or am I making that up?
2: Mm. San Diego State won. Didn't San Diego State win like eleven games last year or something? Ten? Or yeah, I love them. Good. Last
0: year, they, 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 I think um, they lost. Yeah, a lot. Utah lost I San Diego they, State for week one. They lost by two, 33-31. They
2: were really good. I think, three, think they lost a, a top, lot. lot top, though. They had a lot of it's guys graduate. Utah
1: loses to SDSU. Uh, I don't uh, know. They're not
2: going to lose to them back to back years. I don't think. Uh, are right. they at home? Are they at oh, home they they, this year in that game? They are Utah's home. home. Utah's yeah. Home, they're 22 yeah. I like you. I like Utah in that one. <laughs> San Diego State's expected to take a step back this year. They did lose guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I. No. Um, I love them last year though. But yeah. That's, oh that, that, yeah. They're, they're like a really one and done program. Year. There's yeah. teams like that every year.
1: I'm just letting you know and, right now. As soon as it comes out, I'm taking Oregon spread versus Utah. That's all I was going
2: to But Go ahead. Good. I mean. I I'm not as high on Oregon as you are, but yeah. I
1: I was was, you just you just brought up DSU so it just brought me back for a second. I'm sorry to go back
2: there. Is the no 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 no? I seriously that the win total for Arizona is three and a half.
1: It's a two and a half on uh, on Fanduel.
2: Oh, two and a half on Fanduel. Okay,
0: yeah. Arizona State's five and a half. It's Colorado's three and a half. That's what John was saying. Oh,
2: Colorado.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's another underpick,
2: by the way. So they, goes, lost, they lost even and more. And a half. Colorado Arizona's lost and even more. Uh
1: Colorado's three and a half. Cal and Arizona State are five
2: and a half. Cal, I'm taking under Arizona, Colorado, and Arizona State. And UCLA. I think I talked about UCLA before, too. Yeah. I think uh Colorado three and a half. Colorado had twenty-two players transfer, including six uh starters, and the coach Brew had to replace 6 of his 10 full-time assistants. Yeah,
1: that's they minus lost. 170.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they are definitely expected to be awful. Um, I I'm don't, really annoyed
1: that I can't parlay over-unders.
2: Yeah. That's the most annoying thing ever. Like,
1: Wow, I would actually love that. Okay. I don't
2: get why you can't do that.
1: Does anyone have any final thoughts on the PAG-12? Greg, what do you got?
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, we talked about pretty much every team. I don't think – I think Stanford's going to put more, more of a fight than they did last year, but I don't know about five and a half. Washington State, I think, has a chance to surprise some people, but again, I don't feel too confident in them. Um, Oregon State, kind of same thing. And then we talked about the rest. The only team we didn't talk about too much is Washington – I kind of think, rightfully so, they're kind of. Uh, a yeah,
2: I didn't have too much to say about them. I yeah. the only team I was going to talk about was Washington State because they just are so freaking interesting. Because of Cameron Ward, yeah, that like I just think they could be they could surprise a lot of people. He could come in and be an absolute star. And I I think I'm even going to take the over on them just on the outside chance that he is.
0: Yeah, I mean the over unders five and a half. I think they had seven yeah. wins last year, so. Again, it's first year coach, a lot of transfers and stuff like that. that You have to bank
2: on. Did a great job as the interim last year. They were a good story.
0: Yeah, that's true, and that's a big difference too with the the interim. If you get a couple shots right, like I don't think uh, we were talking about was it Napier in Florida? He wasn't the interim coach last year, right? No, he was with Louisiana. He was in the Sun Belt last year. Yeah, so you got rid of
1: their chain. So we'll we'll get to the ACC. uh, Pumped uh, for that very, uh, exciting, very, very to 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 that. that I think next week we'll do a Big Ten
0: yeah sounds good yeah Big Ten maybe one other maybe we'll double up alright and that's it for
1: this week's episode of Winning P Weekly if you know what it is like subscribe hit the notification button to our YouTube at Knicks comma Jets comma ETC period nobody spells it out that's just crazy check out our Twitter at Winning P Weekly for our daily bets as soon as we drop them uh, we'll be dropping our futures I'm sure through uh, the Twitter as well let us know what you think about the Pac-12 let us know how you want us to improve for the upcoming Big Ten ACC, Big 12 and then of course we can get to the NFL divisions too so Mm -hmm. it's all coming in hot Uh, we'll be um, we'll we'll, we'll be keeping you up to date with what we're taking here
0: Uh, does anyone have anything else to add? No, we'll see you next week for some more yeah. football because football is officially back. All right, let's go Utes and let's go Ducks, right? <laughs> Maybe a little Trojans in there too for Chip. We'll see. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I wasn't going to add
2: it in there because I'm very
0: confident, but Ooh,
2: <laughs> man, Yo, I'm, yeah. I'm very confident in Caleb I've, Williams.
1: I've never been to a, a real college football game and I'm going to go to USC, Notre Dame, and I'm so hyped that now nice. we have this going. I'm so happy because if it's coming down to it and I'm there to watch USC lose to Notre Dame, I'm going to be the happiest (laughs) (laughs) man.